blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Adam and John Spees. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no-holds-barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, Adam Spees. I'm your co-host, John Spees. And today, we've got two hosts of the Trivial Warfare podcast who are gracing us with their presence. In one corner, while at P.F. Chang's, she always orders steamed gyoza, she likes to smoke cigars of the brand Espinosa, and her favorite freedom writer is Miss Parks, comma Rosa, it's Zakia Mendoza. Hey, Zakia, say hi. Hello. Rosa Parks is also my favorite outcast song. So there, yes. <laughs> nice. Good call there. Uh, would you let everybody listening uh, know just a little bit about yourself? Hi, so I'm Zakia, Za like pizza, Kia like the car, come with my own mnemonic. I am a host on Trivial Warfare, you can catch me there. I am also a data analyst, scientist, engineer person by trade, and that's not going to help me here, but I love pop culture, so this will be fun. Well, love of pop culture will absolutely help you on this podcast, so... <laughs> All right, your opponent for today. This woman is upset. And if you don't rectify the situation, she'll be calling the cops. Or even worse, she'll ask for your manager. It's Aaron the Karen Barclay. Aaron. Oh. <laughs> I was a joke. Oh. <laughs> hey, Aaron. Oh, oh maybe not. Oh. Good. Good. Bad intro. I'm just kidding. Aaron is wonderful. We all love her. If you've heard her on Trivial Warfare, she is fantastic. But Aaron, please say hi and introduce yourself. Sure. I, I, hmm. That's why you asked for my last name a couple minutes ago. <laughs> um, I, I am Aaron Barclay. I have neither the um, enthusiasm nor the sass. Y'all can't see Zakia's head movements when she was talking. It was amazing. <laughs> I am also a host on Trivial Warfare. You can find me. Uh, I live in Richmond, Virginia, and I'm a family law attorney. So if you ever want some horror stories to make you feel better about your own relationship, who oh boy, have I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. All right. I always, as I always mention, I enjoy meeting new uh, attorneys across the state. So anywhere I go, I can be defended. So I am writing your number down, Miss Barclay. I got you. Yep. <laughs> All right, everybody. Let's learn some rules. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head to head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants, but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. Now that everyone knows the rules to our little show, I want to get to know Zakia and Aaron just a little bit better. 
And uh, as John and I have another podcast called the Blast from Our Past podcast, and we recently had an episode of our top 10 favorite Weird Al songs, I want to know what is your favorite Weird Al song? Oh, me? Who, both of you. <laughs> <laughs> so my favorite Weird Al song might have to be um, the alternative polka off of the bad hair tale. <laughs> Okay. I'll be just like walking around and I like nine inch nails. So just hearing like the cartoon sounds in there for the, the expletives is kind of cute. So yeah. Alternative polka is my favorite. Real song. Okay. So I saw weird Al here last August um, on his tour and he was amazing. And I'm going to kind of do a cop out because I couldn't tell you the name of the song, but it was a song written in the style of talking heads about working in an office. And the song was amazing because it's Weird Al and everything he does is amazing. But the lighting was the lighting for the whole show was so on point. But this show in particular or this song in particular was a talking heads lighting design. It was fantastic. And I think about it at least once a week. Yeah, I absolutely heard that song. It is uh, called Doggy Dog. And it is set yes. in the office. That's the one. Um, and uh, Poka song. I mean, Weird Al is the most knowledgeable and most recognizable polka person in the entire world. But I'm not the biggest polka fan of his, and I'm going to pick a parody <laughs> or a parody style style parody. And so that means Aaron actually is going to pick first. That's how we decide who goes first and very subjective in this game, because you know what? Who cares? <laughs> so, Aaron, you get to pick your category first. That may be the only question I get right all evening. <laughs> Let's start with slang. Okay. And we will start off in the 80s. Okay. In 1989, and thanks to Steve Urkel, if you screwed something up or made a big mess, you might nerdify your voice and ask what four-word question? Did I do that? Did I do that? I can <laughs> never correct. do the voice. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> All right. Uh, Zakia, where do you want to go? Um, let's do movies. Okay. Your decade is the 2000s. Okay. okay. We have a question from Will Boylan. Thank you, Will. What 2008 comedy includes the acting talents of three Oscar winners, Richard Jenkins, John C. Riley, and Mary Steenburgen? Okay. Um, John C. Riley in comedy... Uh, Mary Steenburgen. I, I know all these names. Uh, I'm, I'm going to guess. <laughs> this is terrible. I'm going to guess Step Brothers. <laughs> Step Brothers is correct. What? Wow. <laughs> it's a fantastic film, and it needs all that much uh, Oscar winning talent to, to keep it going. I was rooting for you so hard because if you didn't know, I'm like, I don't know who most of those people are. <laughs> so I'm glad you got it so I don't have to guess. Well Thank done. You. <laughs> All right, Aaron, we are back to you. Which category would you oh, like cool. to go to? How about toys and games? All right. Your decade is the 80s again. Wow. Mm. Okay. In the 80s, Whammo sold what alliterative human-powered toy consisting of ram horn-shaped handlebars connected to wheels atop a tractor seat? The side-to-side -side thrust vector concept was inspired by a present 
that a retired Boeing engineer made for his grandson. I fixated on the phrase side to side thrust vector concept. So I am <laughs> going to need you to read that again, if you don't mind. <laughs> I do not mind at all. Uh, in the 80s, Whammo sold what alliterative human powered toy consisting of ram horn shaped handlebars connected to wheels atop a tractor seat. The side to side thrust vector concept was inspired by a present that was that a retired Boeing engineer made for his grandson. I don't know. You guys asked an alliterative Waymo question on the episode I just listened to. I didn't know that one either. Waymo um, likes their alliter- alliterative toys for sure. They do. I hear Waymo and I go, oh, Frisbee, which is not it. Um, how about a, how about a, mm, I'm trying to come up with something witty and I'm just, <laughs> just keep doing this. I mean, that's pretty um, much the motion. It looks like a side to yeah. th- side thrust motion. It's <laughs> <laughs> so like a, how about, a, how about a ram ride? That's what VCU calls their shuttles, and no one thinks that's a good idea. <laughs> ram ride is incorrect. Zakia, you can, you, can you steal? Um, I, I can't, but I'll, I'll, I'll throw something out there. Uh, my, my son has something that we call a balance bike, so I'm just going to say that. <laughs> a balance bike is also incorrect. So, John, I know we had one of these when we were kids, like just one of them. They're kind of this weird looking thing. You'd recognize mm-hmm. it if you looked it up. It's called a roller racer. Roller racer. Oh, yeah. So, okay. No. <laughs> not, not happening. All right. Well, uh, Zakia, we are back to you. Um, You guys, oh, I was thinking about just doing all my... Oh, no. I don't want to give Aaron. All right. So, <laughs> we're just going to do uh, quote David Bowie and do fashion. Turn to the last fashion. Love it. Your decade is the 70s. Okay. Okay. (laughs) What Regal Sporting Goods Manufacturing Company was founded in Atlanta, Georgia in 1970? They are the leading global manufacturer of tennis rackets, but also well known for their fashionable footwear and apparel. Regal. Oh, my goodness. Oh my god. Uh no 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 no. No, it's not Kingsford. They make charcoal. Um <laughs> My sister and my mom are both going to kill me cuz they play tennis. And I can't think of this. I uh I can see rackets. I can see little green balls and it's not coming to me. Uh um uh, and, pff, queenship. <laughs> queenship is incorrect. Aaron, can you steal? Maybe. Um, but before I do that, I need to let you guys know that the litter box is right behind me and Orange Cat just committed a war crime in there. So if I pass out, mm-hmm. that's what happened. Um, I got into something. Uh, is, it, is it King Cobra? That popped into my head. King Cobra is incorrect as well. No, this is the uh, tennis brand company. I mean, if I might have put in something there about a bat dance or maybe when a dove cried, it's Prince. Prince, Prince is a uh, no! tennis company. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Yep. We are back yep. to Aaron, which category? Um, and we've got music, TV, news and politics, sports, literature and food. 
How about literature? Literature coming at you. And your literature <laughs> decade Ugh. will be the, the 60s. Fabulous. What coming-of-age novel by S.C. Hinton was first published in 1967? The book details the conflict between two rival gangs divided by their socioeconomic status. There was a 1983 film adaptation starring numerous 80s heartthrobs. It's not going to be, well, see, my method of talking things out is normally ruling things out, but I don't want to tip my hand if Zakia picks up on that. (laughs) That's your call. It doesn't bother me if you want to talk. (laughs) And I'm what's the what's the swearing policy on this show? Uh, if you swear, I'll bleep it out. OK, cool. I'm completely full of shit, So you'd be <laughs> foolish to listen to anything I say anyway. Um, 80s heartthrobs. 80 said what year was the movie? The movie was 1983. I don't know why I asked. That didn't help me at all. Um, I mean, it, it wasn't it, it wasn't going to be West Side Story, but that is the best guess. That's the best guess I have. West Side Story is incorrect. Zakia, can you steal? Aaron, you're not going to want to rumble with me. You better stay gold because the answer is The Outsiders. It is The Outsiders. (laughs) Does it make you feel good or bad to know that even with the the thing you were clearly doing that was a reference to the thing, I still did not know the answer? It's a movie with a lot of eighties hotties. So if it, you're into like mm-hmm. like Matt Dillon and little Tom Cruise and uh, the karate <laughs> kids in it and Patrick Swayze. Like it. yeah, all yeah. of are in it. Rob Lowe and Emilio Estevez, like it's got quite the heartthrob cast. So. I'll put it on my list. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Zakia with the steel. And what category would you like to continue on with? Uh Let's do news and politics. All right. And your decade is the 70s. In 1978, what religious cult figurehead had Congressman Leo Ryan killed and then convinced his followers to commit mass suicide via cyanide-laced fruit drinks? In total, about 920 people died because of this man. So I cut out for a second, but I heard cyanide. So would you repeat the question? I think I might know. Sure. In 1978, what religious cult figurehead had Congressman Leo Ryan killed and then convinced his followers to commit mass suicide via cyanide-laced fruit drinks? In total, about 920 people died because of this man. Is this Jim Jones? It is Jim Jones. Jim Jones. Jim yes. Jones. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Back to Aaron. Great. Uh, food and drink. Okay. I didn't say there's drink a part of it. It's just food. Oh. I'm just kidding. I, we sometimes <laughs> do drink. I'm just I'm messing with you. <laughs> food, food and drink. Uh, your decade is the 80s. It's the 80s. Okay. In the 80s, Van Camp introduced what rhyming brand of canned barbecue baked legumes with sliced up hot dogs in it? <laughs> Canes at the end made me think there's going to be more to the question. Um, I mean, it's got. You said rhyming? I did. And you didn't say 
you said legumes instead of beans. Is it like wieners and beans? That doesn't rhyme. Beans and beans. and Nope. Mm -mm. And make you bleep something else. (laughs) Dogs and nope. Let's let's do let's do wieners and beans. Wieners and wieners and beaners. Wieners and beaners. Ooh, is that that's racist? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. But it's also incorrect. Uh Zakia, can you steal? <laughs> Thank you for putting me out of my misery. <laughs> uh, um um hmm. No, but I, I keep getting the phrase like <laughs> This is kind of gross. Poots and toots, because that's, <laughs> I mean, beans and franks won't make me do that. So poops, oh, poots and toots, that, 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 that's what I got. Poots and toots is incorrect. Aaron, you were super close. You just went off on your little ender right there. They're called beanie weenies, not beaners oh. and weeners. Beanie weenies. <laughs> so... Beanie Weenie. Let's take moral victory. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Zakia, we're back to you with sports, TV, and music left. Ooh. Uh, let's do TV. Okay. And your decade is the 60s. Oh, okay. <laughs> Question from Chris Hasse. Thank you, Chris. What police crime drama that debuted in 1968 and ran for seven seasons is based on LAPD officers as they protect the streets in their famous black and white patrol cars? Oh, like every every cop show I can think of is like 70s and earlier 60s, late 60s. Uh, I'm. I'm going to say SWAT. <laughs> I know that's wrong. <laughs> SWAT is incorrect. Aaron, can you steal? Nope. I think I'm, ass- <laughs> I'm assuming the black and white police cars was meant to be a hint. So let's say mm-hmm. the beat. The beat. The beat is also incorrect. And that was not a hint. It was just uh, how the question oh. was written. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but no, it's Adam 12. Is the show I'm looking for, Adam 12. Okay. Oh, I don't feel bad. Oh. I've never yeah, heard of him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Aaron, what category do you want? And I guess also, what do you want to leave for Zakia? Sports for me, please. Okay. New decade is the 70s. Oh, no. What Olympic wrestler, prominent in the 70s, is considered one of the greatest of all time? He was a two-time NCAA national championship, a champion, a world gold medalist, and an Olympic gold medalist at the Munich Games in 72. So the only thing I know really about sports in the 70s is um, the, the Philly Flyers and Broad Street Bullies. So I'm going to say uh, Phil Esposito, who might actually not even have played in the 70s, but that's the closest I'm going to get. Phil Esposito is incorrect, and I don't think he was even a flyer. I'm pretty I sure he was a Bruin. And uh, yeah, I think I'm thinking of someone else. I'm not sorry. I'm not googling. I don't put my phone away. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Who the hell was I thinking of? I'm not sure. Bobby Clark? I'm not, no, they got some other good guys. But uh, all right, Zakia, can you steal? 
Um, no, but but I did see the movie Foxcatcher, and I can't remember anyone's name. So I'm going to go ahead and say uh, Mark Ruffalo Channing Tatum. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo Channing Tatum is correct, actually. It's wild. Uh, no, it's not. It's not. Uh, John, I'm going to let you take this one because you better get it. Uh, I believe this was one of our dad's favorite wrestlers. And is this the one that he wrestled? Yes, he did lose, but he didn't... Um, you know, get get pinned by him. He lost on yeah. points because everybody our, lost to this guy. Our father wrestled in high school and he went up against him. I believe his name was Dan Gable. Dan Gable Ooh. is correct. Sure. Nice. Ron, Hex- Ron Hextall was the name that has been supplanted uh, by Phil Esposito in my, my brain. My favorite, yeah. favorite hockey player of all time. <laughs> <laughs> he was not a wrestler, though. Not a wrestler. <laughs> no, not a wrestler. <laughs> I mean, some people might consider hockey wrestling. He, uh, Ron Hextall For does the have Flyers the Flyers in the 70s? Yeah. Ron Hextall has the most uh, penalty minutes of any goalie. He uh, got mm-hmm. into a lot of fights, so he was awesome. Yeah, that's, that's why I like him. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, this leaves music for Zakia. What decade will she get? She will get the 80s. Okay. Question from Will Boylan. You can dance to their biggest hit if you want to, as long as you don't wear a toque, fez, or cloche. But what Canadian new wave and synth pop band had a top five uh, Billboard 100 hit in 1983 with the safety dance? Men without hats. I, I would like to lodge a protest <laughs> because the last <laughs> question was about some wrestler no one's ever heard of except for you guys. No, 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 no. Dan Gable is one of the he. When you think most, um, you know, well-known Olympic wrestlers of all time, Dan Gable's up there for sure. I no disrespect to your audience because I'm sure that most decorated <laughs> Olympic wrestlers mean something to them. However, <laughs> I'm going to ask this question at my game next Tuesday, and we're going to see what happens. Is that okay? Yeah, oh, please, please, please. Yes. And it's probably you're probably not going to get it. <laughs> it's, it's probably it's a pretty tough question. Uh, hey, men without hats is certainly correct. So, all right, that is the end of round one. John, where do we stand? All right, well, Zakia does have a good lead, but anything can happen in round two. Zakia has 40, and Aaron has 10. Yeah, uh, we've seen absolutely bigger leads than this taken down by the end. So, all right. Uh, as Aaron got to go first in round one, that means, Zakia, you get a pick for Aaron to start off round two. <laughs> Aaron, I'm just going to get it out of the way. Rip the Band-Aid off. We're doing movies. <laughs> <laughs> The way you said my name, like something bad's about to happen to me. <laughs> and we hey. have our first 50s question. No. no. <laughs> sound of music? Was that in the 50s? I'm going to pre-call sound of music. Pre-call sound of music. Okay. We have a question from Chris Ossie. Thank you, Chris. What 1950 film and Academy Award Best Picture winner features the infamous line quoted by Betty Davis? Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. So not probably not sound of music then. Um, <laughs> no, uh, drive, driving Miss Daisy. Okay, that's from the eighties, but <laughs> kind of. I had okay. a hunch. <laughs> it's. I knew. Oh, I knew it was wrong. It was wrong. Okay. Well, you got it wrong. So you knew it was wrong. You got that part correct. Oh yeah. So good for you. <laughs> All right. All right, Zakia, can you steal? 
Um, so I'm not entirely entirely sure, but Betty Davis makes me think all about Eve. All about Eve is correct. Hey. Good, good pull. Damn. Good pull. All right, getting the steal. And Aaron, you got to get a give a category to Zakia. Mm. Sports. Okay. okay. And your decade is the 60s. Okay. The current NBA logo was created in 1969, and it depicts the silhouette of what L.A. Lakers great nicknamed Mr. Clutch. Oh. Oh. I don't know. Uh, who was playing in the 60s? Who played for the Lakers? Did Will Chamberlain play for the Lakers? Uh, I know Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did, but I think that's a little early for him. And I don't think that was his nickname. So I'm going to go with Will Chamberlain. This feels wrong. Will Chamberlain <laughs> did play for the Lakers, but this was not Wilt Chamberlain. Aaron, Aaron, can you steal? Maybe. So this is one of those facts that my brain has in it, and I don't know if that's because it's true or because my brain sometimes spontaneously generates facts that are not true. Is it Larry Bird? <laughs> Larry Bird is a fact that your brain just put in there incorrectly. It is not yeah. Larry Bird. Stupid brain. He's famously a Celtic. <laughs> yeah, that too. That too. Uh, this is Jerry West. Jerry okay. West is is the NBA logo. I know that name. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, Zakia, you are picking for Aaron. Hmm. Toys and games. <laughs> I, think, I think this podcast could just be your sounds like leading up to <laughs> and after uh, an actual answer. She's a human just, soundboard. Just as entertaining. <laughs> All right, your decade is the 50s. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> sorry. It's, That's okay. There's a thing. Okay. Cat happens. Cat happens. He, uh, this, he one's going, this one's going to Aaron, is that correct? Yes. If I okay. say no, will you ask us again? <laughs> <laughs> what die-cast toy company began as Lesney Products in 1953? They first struck success with a model of Queen Elizabeth II's coronation coach. Mm -hmm. I'm down between two and I don't if I, if I lose the Cosmic coin I don't want to give it to Zakia. is it oh god he's going to knock over my drink um, is it Matchbox Cars Matchbox is correct hey, hey. hey. Woo. <laughs> the, uh, the sneaky hint being struck success but it's just kind of in there. Just oh, yeah. yeah. No, that was a good hint. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. All right. Aaron, what do you want to give to Zakia? Um, she's good at everything. Um, how about... Can, can I... Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Uh, He's not going to let him. Cat butt. Can I... <laughs> it's we're not getting as much cat butt as we're getting anything it's, else in this one. <laughs> it's not a podcast without Orange Cat's asshole. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> how about muse? She's good at everything. How about music? And we finally have a 90s question. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's not me. It's the dice. 
Basket Case, Brain Stew, and When I Come Around were singles from what 1993 studio album from the major label debut of Green Day? Oh. What is their first album called? Uh, like... Oh, I feel. I feel. Oh, I'm. I'm nervous to say it. This is gonna be my guess. Is it Dookie? Oh wait, wait. you said poots and toots, and now you're going Dookie and cat's buttholes. <laughs> it is Dookie. Good job. <laughs> it is Dookie. Adam, cool. I have to correct something. Brain stew is from Insomniac. It is not. Oh, from you're Dookie. right. All right, my bad. My oh. bad. I, don't, I just went that off off my head on that one, and I was totally wrong. Good, good save. John saved the day on that one. All right. Well, even with my mess up, you still got the correct answer. <laughs> two of the three, two of the three singles were from there, so that counts. All right. All right, uh, Zakia, what do you want to give to Aaron? Oh, uh, I will let Aaron know there is one category on here that I am not good at. I'm actually very afraid of it, and I wanted to. I want to know if she can guess what it is. But I, I am gonna give. Aaron, good news in politics. Hopefully there's a Virginia law question in there. there you yeah. <laughs> you're too kind. <laughs> and your decade is the 80s. On her way to protest French nuclear tests in the South Pacific, what Greenpeace ship that shares a name with the University of Hawaii football team was bombed and subsequently sank by two French operatives, causing a scandal resulting in the resignation of the French defense minister. This is a really cool story that I have never heard of, but it's very interesting and I will read more about it after the show. Okay. So it's the shares and you said it shares a name with the Hawaii university, of Hawaii football team. Correct. Okay. Um, well, Hawaii has, Flowers and beaches and uh, <laughs> sunken uh, aircraft carriers and um, tiki things. That's Hawaii. And hmm, I don't know anything about the endemic plant or animal species in Hawaii. So I am going to, well, no. I don't know. This is frustrating because, like, there's ends, and I should be able to like reason out the ends, but I cannot. So let's just say the um, it was the the Greenpeace ship that goes by uh, Seagull. Seagull is incorrect. You don't say. <laughs> I do say, uh, but Zakia, can you say? Oh, say I can try. So, um, I, I the reason why I, I'm not entirely sure, but I will say thank you, Discovery Middle School, for giving me a possible into this. If I'm wrong, I am super wrong. So, I believe that at one point they wanted to name our team the Discovery Rainbow Warriors. And I feel like that is like that is a sports team somewhere, like a college team. It fits for Hawaii. And Rainbow Warrior sounds like a absolutely like a hippie Greenpeace ship. So I'm gonna say Rainbow <laughs> Warriors. 
Rainbow Warriors is correct. Wow. <laughs> wow. The Greenpeace Rainbow Warrior was the ship that was sunk by French operatives. Well done. Cool. All right. <laughs> Stealing a question, and now you got to give her another category, Aaron. What is she scared of? <laughs> well, I'm scared of TV, so I'm going to go ahead and give it to you. Okay. And your decade is the 2000s. Okay. 2000s. Okay. And we have a question from Jackie LaFave. Thank you, Jackie. David Duchovny starred in what Showtime original dramedy series that ran from 2007 to 2014? The show follows New Yorker Hank Moody, a troubled novelist who moves west and suffers from writer's block. Dream of Californication. Californication. Yes, Californication, particularly on that show. Uh, Californication is correct. One of my regular teams at my trivia game is called David Duchovny Stuntcock. <laughs> That's a good name. That's mm -hmm. a very good name. Uh, one of my other favorite names was uh, someone where somewhere I used to play. They always played as Meg Ryan's former face um, because she's had some plastic surgery. <laughs> Doesn't look the same person. But yes, that's always good. The stunt cock is great. All right. Um, now I think Aaron is picking for Sakia, who might still be chugging real intensely, or it's just frozen. I think she's frozen again. I just picked for her. <laughs> oh, that's right. Sakia is picking for Aaron. And our categories left are fashion, slang, literature, and food. Oh, la, 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 la. let's do fashion. Mm-hmm. And it is 80s fashion. Great. Okay. What American company was founded in 1985? It is a branded apparel firm that offers a full line of clothing and accessories specializing for youth, teenagers, and young adults. And it's best known for its logo featuring an amicable amphibian. Peace Frogs? Peace Frog is correct. Yay. Well done. I was also founded in 1985, so that stuff kind of... <laughs> As was I. It's a hey. perfect year. Mm -hmm. Perfect year. All right. They wrote a song about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Aaron, uh, which which category do you want to give to Zakia? Is she scared of literature? Ooh. I am scared of literature. Oh, oh I found it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is again the 80s. Oh, wow. <laughs> Okay. okay. What television journalist, humorist, and commentator wrote a bestseller called A Few Minutes with Blank based on his segment and news show from 60 Minutes? Uh, <laughs> is it Andy Rooney? <laughs> Andy Rooney is correct. So you guys are kidding me. As much a TV question as it was a a, a book question. So, all right. See, not so scary. No, not so scary. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Takia, what do you want to give to Erin for her final category? If you've seen my Jeopardy performance in the literature, you know it's scary. Um, <laughs> uh, so, what do we have left? Food, uh, food and slang. Food and slang. I want slang. So, Aaron, you get food. Okay. And your decade is the 90s. First introduced in the mid-90s, 
what chocolate spherical treat by Nestle contains small figurines of Disney characters similar to the Kinder Surprise, which retails in Europe. It was discontinued in 1997 when consumer groups campaigned that the toy posed a choking hazard. (laughs) They were super lethal. Um, Well... I was gonna say, oh, it's like a, it's like a Kinder Egg, but you could have made that connection. Um, it's not a, well, it's not a Cadbury cream egg, dumbass, because that's a Cadbury product. It's also a cream egg. It is a hollow Disney sphere. Let's call it, um, let's call it chocolate chip Earth, like spaceship Earth, but made of chocolate. <laughs> chocolate chip Earth is incorrect. Zakia, can you steal? I think I remember ads for like a Kinder Egg uh, knockoff in the 90s. I, I I was a kid of the 90s. I was born in 88, so right, right behind you guys. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to guess Wonder Ball. Is it a Wonder Ball? That's a better guess. It's a better guess, but unfortunately, no, it is correct. It is oh. correct. <laughs> Wonder Ball <laughs> is correct. <laughs> I also would have accepted Magic Ball, but yes. <laughs> well done. And it gets the steal, and we get a finalized slang with Zakia. And it is the 50s. Hey. In the 50s, if you were a bit chicken and you had to run away, it was said you had done what two word rhyming phrase? <laughs> no. <laughs> 50s phrases chicken uh what what do they say in greece (laughs) Uh, mm, (laughs) all i can think is yellow-bellied uh sap sucker and that is a bird um (laughs) uh, I, i got nothing so um, I don't know. Mellow yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Mellow yellow is incorrect. Aaron, can you steal? No, I was going to say if Mellow yellow is right, I'm going to chug the rest of my drink and rage quit the rest of this, rest of this recording. Um, 50s rhyming slang for being chicken and running away. Um, a, a foul prowl. A, a bird... Nope. Um, I don't know why I'm acting like I'm going to dig this out of my my brain, which, as we have established, is made of glass and lies to me. How about, um, I don't know, he he f***ed off. (laughs) No, that is an incorrect answer. Uh, No, they beat feet is what it is. Oh, I've heard that. Let's run away. All right, that is the end of round two. John, where do we stand? All right, well, unfortunately, we do have a bit of a lockout. Zakia <laughs> has 100, and Aaron has 30. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is uh, the current score, but you know what? You never know. It's This game doesn't matter. Anybody can wager whatever they want. You know, Zakia, Zakia only a few people, a small handful of people, including the Groves, have made it into the 200 club here in our podcast mm-hmm. so you right. could be like uh, what I, as far as i know i think there's only two right uh no we have more than two okay um but nick gross has our second highest score with 259 eric Eid has done it a couple times we have a few like i'd say probably like seven or eight people who've made it into the 200 club i didn't know that was the first time we've called it a club so <laughs> but yes zakia you can join the club 
We want you to. Bet big. Okay. You don't have to. It's your call. Just let me know. You can. You can uh, we're gonna pick wagers. You guys get to. We're gonna decide on the categories and get the decades first. Zakia, as you are in the lead, what category do you want to go into the final round first? Mm, music. Okay. Music. And it will be the fifties. All right. Okay. And and Aaron, what category do you want to join? Toys and games. Toys and games. And that will be the 60s. Okay. All right. So we need the two of you to write down your wagers based on 50s music and 60s toys and games. I wrote mine down like an hour ago. So. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. I have written my wager down. Okay. All right. We're going to start off with our 50s music question. Love Potion Number 9 was originally performed by what group in 1959? This doo-wop vocal group consisted of five members. I guess they were extra lucky. And our 60s toys and games question. Manufactured by Whammo, what toy was first sold in 1961? The main form is a plastic sheet and method of wetting it. When the surface is wet, it becomes very slick, allowing the user to glide along. Some versions also include an inflatable pool for the user to crash into. I'm going to need more vertical thrusting action on this question. (laughs) I get your vibe. All right. All right, everybody. I'm going to remind all y'all to go check out all the different podcasts on the BFOP network. If you are looking for a nostalgic bait, if you're looking for a nostalgic based podcast, podcast, I can't talk. (laughs) If you're looking for a nostalgic based podcast, go to BFOPnetwork.com. We have got tons of different podcasts that are all about the things you love from your past. So go to BFOPnetwork.com. All right. Do either of you need a question reread? I'm good. You, Aaron? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Aaron, as you're behind, let's have you go first. What were your questions to the 50s music and the 60s toys and games? So I I, I was staring at Extra Lucky while you were doing the network read, and I it didn't. It was meant to be a hint, and it did not help. So I just wrote a group that I hope at least fits one of the <laughs> facts you gave about it, and wrote the Temptations. And what was your 60s toys and games question? That is a slip and slide. All right. And Zakia, what were your two answers? So I also didn't know the doo-wop group, but I did uh, hone in on the extra lucky. And uh, like four leaf clovers are pretty lucky. And if there's an extra one, five, that's got to be super lucky. So I said the four leaf clovers. (laughs) If that's... If that's not the right answer, it needs to be. Right? Right. <laughs> and for the 60s toys, I also said a slip and slide. All right. Well, the Whammo was a big Whammo episode for us. It was the slip and slide. And the uh, doo-wop group that first recorded Love Potion number 9, I need you to be just a little less specific. They were simply the Clovers. Ah, I thought that too. They're just the Clovers. So uh, neither contestant getting both questions correct. We're going to have to move down uh, to find out what our final scores are. Zakia, uh, well, Aaron, what did you wager? 
Champions bet zero, and sometimes so do I. Okay. <laughs> and Zakia, what did you wager? Not today. I mean, while that 200 Club is very tempting, <laughs> I knew I was not getting there with 50s music. Uh, sorry, Graham. I wagered 20. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John, do the math and let us know who won. All right, with a final score of 82-30, Zakia is today's winner. Woo! Well done, Zakia. Thank you. Very, very well done. As we were talking offline earlier, uh, we've had pretty much everybody else from the OMG network, uh, well, the hosts, come in on our show. And so now you're going to have to take on Nick Groves in the future, and hopefully Uh. we'll see (laughs) which of the two of you has the uh, best nostalgic knowledge. It's me. All right. It's you. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> Calling them out. All right. Well, uh, definitely now's the time for you guys to shout out anything else. You know, if you want to promote anything else or just say whatever or curse Dan Gable's name, I don't care. Uh, uh, it's whatever you want to do. Uh, Aaron, you can start. Great. So um, you can find my trivia company, Orange Cat Trivia, on social media at Orange Cat Trivia, Instagram and Facebook. It's honestly mostly cat pictures. I'm trying to make it more robust. You can also find me on Trivia Warfare. And if you're in Richmond, I'm kind of all over. Uh, the one thing I will say, the thing that I always plug when I have the opportunity is please vote. I live in Virginia, which means I vote approximately every six months and I'm fucking over it. But I still do it <laughs> because it's really, really it's it's like as an American citizen, it's arguably the most important thing that you can do. Other than being nice, be nice first and then go vote. Nice. Well put. And Zakia, what would you like to mention? Those are good. Be nice while you vote, too. Um, <laughs> Everyone's been late waiting uh, in a really long line. Yeah. Um, I have like not much to promote. You can listen to me and Aaron on Trivial Warfare and Nick Groves, who I'm officially calling out, dude. Come beat yes. me at Nostalgia. <laughs> so if you speak. win, it's the darkest timeline, dude. Come on. Come on. Come and beat me. <laughs> that's a that's a 20 teen show. I don't think that counts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not on this show. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Zakia. Thank you, Aaron. For John, I'm Adam. This was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast, or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. La la. I'm Adam. And I'm Corey. And we are the hosts of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are breaking down every single episode of Seinfeld as we watch it, reliving this amazing show. That's right. It's a trip down memory lane for all of us 90s kids out there. You can find Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and Patreon. La la la.